and welcome, my friends. This is Chris, and this is a new series of podcasts that I'm doing that I'm going to call Unicorns. Let me explain and be warned that this is a bit of a departure from what I've been doing in the past with the Run Run Live podcast, and I will try to give you enough information so that you can decide whether you want to get on this particular bus and share this very personal journey with me. This series is going to be about my current life events and journey, and it involves running and the Boston Marathon, but only tangentially. If you're looking for marathon tips, you should stop now and switch to one of the other many fine marathon podcasts out there or one of my main Run Run Live episodes. If you have been listening to my show for any of the last five years and 282 episodes, you know that I have chosen not to share much about my personal life. You could, if you listen carefully, tease out some of the background noise from my sanitized avatar, but for the most part, I've isolated you from my job and my family. And I did this for a couple reasons. First, I didn't want the show to be about me. I wanted it to be about you and your journey with running and endurance sports. And second, I suppose I was a bit afraid to trust the internet with too much personal information and you... That's the way we were raised. It's part of our culture here in New England. We keep the shades drawn, and we give our neighbors their peace and privacy. Well, my friends, today, and in the Unicorn series, I'm going to throw open the curtains of my personal life a bit, and I'm going to do so to bring purpose to this year's running and to let you help me in my journey. And first, we'll have an interview now, a featured interview, with Nick from the American Liver Foundation. And then I'll share with you what I'm doing and invite you to get on my bus if you want to as things get weird over the next nine weeks or so. Cheers. All right, Nick, you're back. I'm here. So I'm going to join up with the Liver Foundation uh, this year to run the Boston Marathon. And I, uh, I understand you're one of the, uh, the star players in the Liver Foundation stable. So when you give us the 200 words or less on uh, who you are and what you do and, and what we're talking about here. Sure. My, my name is Nick Giordano. I'm from North Attleboro, Mass. And I have been running with the Run for Research American Liver Foundation's marathon team for about eight nine years now and started running in honor of my grandfather who passed away from liver disease and my involvement with the organization had has grown throughout the years i'm a member of the uh, board of directors and have been the chair of the marathon team twice now so you're running boston this year and you're uh you've got a, a special message right i do i do uh I, I am running boston this year the events of last april have really kind of put a dark cloud over what has been such a special event for so many people. Uh, April 15th actually happens to be my birthday and uh, the Boston Boston Marathon finish line is something that's been special to my family for quite some time now. It was actually where I got engaged to my wife uh, back in 2004. So you you crossed the finish line and got down on your hands and knees and proposed to uh, to your wife. I did. I got down on my knee and I proposed to my wife after a long, difficult run, but 
thankfully, she did say yes. And in the following year, the image that was taken by one of the reporters at the finish line was used in a campaign by Adidas, uh, their official campaign of the marathon. So we were kind of posted all throughout the city of Boston. So it was a real special memory. So did she have any idea when you were doing that, that you were going to do that? She had no clue. I, I was kind of trying to throw her off uh, the probably the weeks and months leading up to the marathon, and we had talked marriage before, and I was kind of like, oh, I'm not ready yet, or we'll do it in the end of the summer or the fall. So she was completely taken by surprise to see me get down. I think she thought I was taking a heart attack when I started to go down <laughs> to the ground. Yeah, I know. There's, you know, we always make the joke that uh, in the last mile of the marathon, if you saw a hundred dollar bill, you probably wouldn't bend over to pick it up. Exactly, exactly. So and here, here um, you are out on your knee. Exactly. I was relieved. I mean, I, I had a moment when I was down there. I looked at her, the shock on her face, and then seeing all the crowd that was around. Me, I was like, wow. I really hope she says yes because this could be very embarrassing. <laughs> you caught her when she was weak. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. You know? Oh, yeah. yeah. 2004, 2004 was the hot year. I remember that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a tough year. Um, so I love your message. The uh, This is my finish line, and I plan on taking it back. Um, and I think that's a great message, and that's going to resonate. So tell me how you got to that, that message and, and what you're doing this year to back it up. Sure. So... Really, the idea came to me shortly after uh, the marathon last year when some friends and family would be checking in to see if we were okay. And uh, my buddy John Jacaruso actually called me and he said to me, you know, you guys okay? I feel terrible. You know, that was your finish line. And that statement kind of just stuck in my head. And as the days and weeks kind of passed, I realized that the finish line was a special moment and a special place for my wife and I. But there's so many other people that have had their finish line moment, are people that are, are, are training now for their first Boston Marathon, and what they're looking for is to have that finish line moment. So I decided to start a Facebook page that's called, you can search for it, it's called My Finish Line, all one word. And basically what I'm asking people to do is share on that page their finish line moment, kind of bring back what the finish line represents to all of them. Because, you know, the finish line is just a testament of the human spirit. It, it represents the culmination of all the hard work a runner puts into their training season. And I want people to take those images and share them with everyone and remind everyone how special the marathon is. I mean, unfortunately, now when you Google the Boston Marathon finish line, you see those horrific images from last April. And it's much more than that. And we want we want to take that back. We want to take those memories. We want to take that meaning back uh, and take back what was so special to all of us. Yeah, you know, I've been struggling with this myself uh, over the last year because I don't, like you, I don't want it to be about me, but we're so intertwined with the event and the finish line. It's hard to disentangle your emotions from from the stuff that you're doing. You know, this is, this that would have been my 15th Boston Marathon and my 15th Boston Marathon finish line, and uh, and it's hard. You know, all my friends were there, and I had friends at that finish line when all that stuff went down. And it's you know, it's my race. Those are my friends. This is my community, and so it's really hard emotionally to find 
a positive way to react to that. And I like the way that you're flipping it on its head and taking a positive reaction. Well, you know, and I'm a firm believer that when someone is given adversity in life, you need to take a stand against that adversity and be a leader. You know, for over 10 years, my family has actually stood at that finish line right where the bomb went off in front of Marathon Sports. And the night before, in kind of like a normal tradition, I reached out to my parents to say, I'll see you in Boston. And my dad said to me, you know, this year we're going to stand on the other side of the street. We don't feel like taking that walk back to the team hotel outside the whole perimeter like we always had. Um, But my wife, she was planning on going to the normal spot outside of Marathon Sports with my two young sons. So when I was at mile 22 and heard some rumblings about something going on at the finish line, I finally stopped and talked to one of the Boston police officers, and he mentioned to me there had been an explosion. So my first instinct was to call my wife, and the phone went right to her voicemail, and I just panicked. And, And I remember that helpless feeling, and I remember that sick feeling, and I remember just the emotion that was raging through my body and how vulnerable I felt. And again, I realized as I was continuing on to try to get to Boston, not to run the race, but to get to my family, all the people, the sights and sounds of of everyone that was feeling those same emotions and, and having that same reaction. And I want to do something for this city, for this community, for this Boston Strong community. It's the next step in Boston Strong, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I get stopped at uh, right at the the turn onto uh, Hereford Street, and uh, I, I don't remember feeling really vulnerable, but I do remember feeling numb, you know, just numb to what was going on. And and you, like you said, it's it's quite a challenge. And I was I have been impressed over the last year of how everyone in our community and and around the world has come back and dealt with it, you know, from the the race organizers all the way through the community, everyone you know, surged forward to support Boston and running and, and the running community. And, and it's been very impressive to me how people have reacted. I think that says something about runners as a community. I agree. I think you never underestimate the determination and the will of a runner. Um, I think we're all dealing with it as best we can. I think you can't put any definition or parameters around how to deal or feel. Um, I know friends that were right between blast to blast. I know people like myself that were at mile 22 and witnessed the um, caravan of undercover police cars racing towards Boston. Um, And you just don't know how to feel. You don't know how to keep your emotions at check. There are little things that will set you off, and it's all okay. It's all something that we have to deal with together. There is some anxiety. I have a training run this Saturday, and I have some anxiety about actually taking the turn onto Boylston Street in a running capacity for the first time since the marathon. And I have some anxiety about that. I just don't know what my emotions are going to feel. And I know my family was fine at the end of the day, but not knowing about my parents for over an hour, you know, thinking the worst about my wife and my two sons, um, it's just something that really struck a core with me. And, and I know it struck a core with so many other people that have dealt with similar situations. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I, I don't carry a phone typically when I'm racing, um, so nobody could find me, right, for like three hours. And then, you know, you'll be looking through your text messages six months later, and you'll come upon those those frenzied texts from that day, and it, it's like a it's like a gut punch, right? It is. 
it is. I mean, I remember probably two weeks after the marathon, I had been in the Newton area on the hills at the fire station, and I took a right-hand turn in my car, and there must have been an emergency somewhere in the Newton area, and the fire truck and the police car came racing by, and I had a panic attack. I had to pull to the side of the road, and I ended up going home, and it was just the flashback of the something I've never experienced before, these flashbacks of, of standing on the side of the road after the marathon, watching all these cars coming by in the panic and seeing the military people drop their backpacks and, and run towards Boston um, as instinct. And I, it was just something I've never experienced. I can't describe the, the cries and the panic of, of the fellow runners who are just trying to borrow anyone's cell phone. Um, yeah. and, it, and it's hard to put in context for, for those who weren't there, um, but it was something I'll, I'll never forget. So this year, what I did, um, because, you know, my, my, my first response for any challenge is to go running. Um, I decided to run a marathon a month, and I've been doing that. And it's, it's actually been very uh, cathartic and, and very helpful in, in working through some of this stuff. Um, but I'm very much looking forward to Boston this year because I think Boston this year is going to be, it's not going to be morose. It's not going to be a bunch of people being depressed and suffering. It's going to be a real celebration this year and it's, it's going to be a triumph. And I, and I, I really am looking forward to crossing the finish line, but also the 26 miles in between um, because I, it's I, my I course agree. and it's my finish line. I, I agree. It, it is going to be a celebration. It is going to show the world what the running community, what the city of Boston, what the, the BAA, what this event is all about. Um, we can't run scared because that's what these cowards wanted. What we're going to do is run into Boston. That's the only place we're running to is into Boston on April 21st. And, and we're going to enjoy every step of the way. Uh, it's going to be a celebration. It's going to let bring back some normalcy to our lives. Uh, we will never forget the people that have lost their lives or that were injured, but, we're gonna we're gonna kind of show the world what what a marathon stands for and why it's so special and and what this human spirit is all about. So my original plan was to to race Boston and you know by race I mean you know to to go out hard and try to requalify. Um, but I, my fitness just I haven't been able to keep my fitness and stay healthy through all the running I've been doing. So I decided this year to to collect for somebody and to give it some purpose, right? Uh, not that it doesn't already have purpose, but, you know, I should do extra and give it some more purpose. And so I said, what charity? And, and I am in the age group right, right now, Nick, where a lot of people I know are coming down with cancer. And mm -hmm. so, so I said, okay, it should be a cancer-related charity. And the Liver Foundation, obviously, is liver disease. But, I mean, one of the prevalent liver um, diseases is cancer. Um, it's it, and so that's what I decided to do this year is I volunteered to collect for, for your foundation. And part of that was because, uh, you know, this time last year, it was actually after the holidays last year, my dad wasn't feeling well and he went in and he was diagnosed with an inoperable uh, bile duct cancer on his liver. And we're coming to the end of that process right now. So I thought it would be fitting to uh, to collect and, and put some personal meaning into it as well well sorry, sorry to hear about your dad and you know i appreciate you taking the time to 
give back to someone else in such a difficult time for you and your family. Uh, the American Liver Foundation's Run for Research team is the oldest charity associated with the Boston Marathon. Uh, it was started last year. We actually celebrated our 25th anniversary. It was a charity that was cel- uh, created by Bobby Banks, who wanted to do something for one of the former Bruins, Terry O'Reilly's son, who was born with liver disease. And since then, this program has continued to grow and evolve and uh, it's an amazing community that we have in the New England area. It's bringing these families together to kind of support one another through their difficult times. Last year, I actually ran for a little girl named Pearl, who I've been matched up with for about eight years now. And she actually received her liver transplant. I had known her when she had biliary atresia. I had known her when you know, she was just a little girl with a diagnosis, and they said someday her liver would give out. Well, last year the worst happened. Her liver did give out and she was lucky enough to uh, receive a liver transplant. And I was actually informed, ironically enough, during our 21-mile training run on on the course when one of the staff workers pulled to the side of the road and yelled out to me, Pearl got her liver, Pearl got her liver. And I was, needless to say, overcome uh, with such joy and um, uh, emotion. Uh, So right after the run, I immediately went up to the hospital to see her and you know, that's what, that's what that, this organization and this team is about. It's about the community, about giving back, about 25 years of kind of setting the tone for these other charity programs uh, associated with Boston. Yeah, and, and people think liver disease, they think alcoholics and drug addicts, but that's really not what it is. It's, it's all of the um, childhood and lifelong diseases that are associated with, with the liver, right? Exactly. I mean, that's the difficult thing. There's a stigma associated with liver disease. Either you're an alcoholic or you're, uh, it's assumed you're an alcoholic or you're an IV drug user that had brought on these types of diseases to yourself. It's not true. Uh, fatty liver disease actually happens to be one of the fastest growing forms of liver disease in this country, and it's due to a lot because of the childhood obesity epidemic that's going on. So really, it's just painting the proper patient profile for people to understand that it's, you know, people living next door to you that have liver disease. There, there, there's a, there's a big fasting group of people that, that are, that are sick from this disease and, and it's such an important organ. Yep. All right. So, um, so you've got a Facebook page this year to that's, that's got a lot of attention for the uh, take back the finish line campaign that you're doing. Um, tell Correct. people about that. How do, how do they get there? So what you can do is you can go on Facebook, search under My Finish Line, all one word, and what we're asking you to do is like our page. That's all you have to do to join this campaign. Like our page and then also contribute to it. Put up some pictures of yourself crossing the finish line. Share some of your stories from past marathons, even if you're a spectator. Put some stories up there. This isn't just for runners. This is for anyone, whether you stood on Boylston Street to cheer on those runners that are coming in or you're an actual runner who competes in the race every year. This is a community where we are going to come together and show the world that this is our finish line and we're going to take it back on April 21st. So, you know, I ask as as many people that can get out there, just take a couple of minutes and and search for us on, on Facebook. Again, my finish line, all one word. Hey, well, more importantly, what color are the uniforms? Uh, our, our uniforms are our uniforms are orange. The American Liberal Foundation's colors are orange. Orange, okay. We get the orange. We're rocking the orange this year. All right. So I have to move yeah. my uh, I have to move one of my Jolly Roger patches over to an orange singlet for you. 
That's right. All right. So I'm going to let you go, but thanks thanks for the information. Thanks for taking the time to uh, to uh, help me through this. And maybe I'll see you guys out there on one of these training runs. That would be great. We'd love to have you. Definitely is a, is a great time. It's a great group of people to get those miles in and, and, and share some stories in this this experience that is known as the Boston Marathon training. So I uh, hope to see you out there soon. Yeah, Nick, unfortunately, with my uh, with my profile, you don't want to let me dare your new marathoners. I'll, I'll break them. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. All right, man. Thanks a lot. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you. All right, thank you. All right. Yep. Bye-bye. Well, I said I'd get personal, and here we go. About a year ago, during the holidays, my dad wasn't feeling well, and he began to look jaundiced. And after a few visits and trips to Boston, we discovered that he had an inoperable tumor on a bile duct in his liver. And they were able to put a stent in it to relieve the bile duct, and he went through a round of chemo to keep the cancer at bay. And over the last year, he's had a series of setbacks and infections, and now he's ready to leave us in the fairly near future. And my dad was a runner, and my dad introduced me to the concept of running to get in shape when I was quite young. And he never ran a marathon or any of that stuff. He just set an example of running to stay in shape. And my dad was and is a strong man. And my parents have been very active in their social circle and teaching dance lessons and being an inspiration well into their 80s now. And I'm the youngest of four children who all turned out well, thanks in no small part to the direction our parents set us on and their belief in education and learning and being a better person and making the difference you can those have been lessons that have guided us well. And my parents supported me and encouraged me when I started racing marathons. And they came to my races and passed me my bottles and cheered me on in my successes. And my parents were always there for me. And in a short while, my father won't be there for me anymore. So to honor my family and my parents and my dad, I have decided to run this year's Boston Marathon for the American Liver Foundation, and I'm going to track my journey through this unicorn series, and I need your help. So please go to my page at the American Liver Foundation and and donate. I'll give you that link in a second. It'll be in the show notes as well. If you hit the info button, you get the show notes. As an extra incentive, if you donate more than $50, I will. $50 or more, I will write and record a special, personalized, inspirational audio message for you that you can use in your next event. Just picture that, right? You're getting to that hard point in your marathon, and then you have me with a personalized, inspirational message. And so this is not some throwaway kindness. I will write you something powerful and poetic that you can carry with you forever, my friends. So to help me... On this journey, go to http colon slash slash go dot liverfoundation, all one word, dot org forward slash go to forward slash C-Y-K-T Russell. Thank you. <laughs>